Hey there, welcome to the Happy Habit Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Norrie. We like to talk health and well-being. We do it every Monday and Thursday. If you are new, welcome. Please consider subscribing and sharing. You'll find us now on TikTok, Instagram and over on YouTube. Just look for the Happy Habit Podcast. Well, it's impossible to do this podcast and not be affected in some small way by the material that one encounters and by the interviews that I have hosted in the recent weeks and months. And this is a great thing, I suppose, if I'm completely honest. I might have said this before, but if I'm completely honest, I am on a journey of self-discovery as much as you, the listener, is on a journey too. So we're doing this together. And I'm fascinated, if you didn't know by now, uh, by how the mind works from a psychological standpoint, but also from a neuroscience perspective. Then throw in the, the good old fashioned philosophy of the greats and I am all ears. You see, I look at it like this. I've been given this brain that has taken millions and millions of years to evolve. And it has, in essence, fallen into my lap. And I'm trying in some small way, some tiny way, to appreciate its scope and its potential in order that I can figure out how my mind works and how best to negotiate the travise of life. I think I probably said this before too, we inherit these masterfully powerful minds of ours, yet we do so with absolutely no instruction manual at all. We have to literally flick all of the switches and turn the dials and knobs ourselves as we attempt to figure out how they work. Sometimes we do something that has a beneficial effect, sometimes the opposite. It's a case very much of trial and error along the way. And as a result, I like to fall back on the experience of the masterminds of the past and those who chose to distill generations of learning into pithy life lessons and quotes that are for the most part as salient today as they were back then. One of the greatest minds in history and oft quoted still today is that of Aristotle. He was born in Greece in 384 BC and was a student of Plato, another behemoth in the pantheon of philosophy gods. Aristotle has a lot to say about the subject of happiness, for example. He says that happiness depends on ourselves. This is absolutely true and borne out by psychologists today who tell us we create our own perception of the world and, by extension, our thoughts and our moods. If we choose to think uplifting thoughts and reject rumination on negativity and our problems, then our mood will be uplifted and we feel more positive. Our scale of positivity tips it to the more positive side. But as we found out a couple of weeks ago in Dr. Anna Lemka's book, Dopamine Nation, our preferred state from a neuroscience and psychological standpoint is one of balance, where we are neither constantly happy or sad. I then found another quote by Aristotle relating to happiness, which initially caused me to question the great man. How silly of me. It reads, happiness is the meaning and purpose of life, the whole aim and end of human existence. Now, this statement can, and I believe has been misinterpreted, even hijacked by those people who would have us believe that happiness is the ultimate goal. Now, full disclosure, I thought this myself at one point. 
certainly before I embarked on this podcast journey of self-discovery and learning, if we take the first part of the statement only, it simply says happiness is the meaning and purpose of life. If you place the emphasis on the word happiness here, it suggests that happiness is the be-all and end-all. Happiness is what gives life meaning and purpose. So by extension, we must strive for happiness above all else. Perhaps this is what toxic positivity is today. Perhaps it is the basis of that, that philosophy. But I think it's based on a misinterpretation. This mistake of interpretation is easily made, though. But when we reread the Aristotle quote, we see that the emphasis should in fact be placed on the second half of the sentence. Happiness is the meaning and purpose of life. In other words, the most important things are meaning and purpose. This is what happiness means, not the emotion we associate with being happy. So when we live with meaning and purpose, we are more easily able to achieve a balance, the same balance that Dr. Anna Lemke and other psychologists and neuroscientists talk about today. Our goal isn't to be happy. It shouldn't be. We weren't designed to be happy per se. Our notion of happiness today is far too simplistic and reductive. I think Aristotle would probably be horrified by how we have commodified happiness tying it to obsessions with every external thing we encounter. Instead, Aristotle and other philosophers down through the ages tell us that happiness can't come from without. It can't come from the outside. It can only be derived from within. This is why it's so important to live a purposeful life. It's why so many people report feelings of immense satisfaction, for example, when volunteering and helping other people. Another Aristotle quote on happiness says, true happiness comes from gaining insight and growing into your best possible self. Otherwise, all you're having is immediate gratification, pleasure, which is fleeting and doesn't grow you as a person. Now, this quote is eerily close to what experts are finding today. Engaging in pursuits that give us instant hits of pleasure. They simply scratch an itch, as it were. So, when we buy that shiny new whatever, we get momentary satisfaction, momentary happiness, but it wanes very quickly. And then we seek another external thing to give us that same rush. But Aristotle says there is no substance to this. We don't develop or grow as people in this context. And how could we? Because we aren't earning that sense of satisfaction. It's being acquired through obtaining something external to us. But when we strive to pursue a purpose through meaningful action, this means far more to us. And the sense of contentment or satisfaction or quote-unquote happiness we get is far more profound and character-building. I'm reminded of the time I passed my driving test. It was the third time of sitting, having failed the two previous times. The funny thing is, I felt much more confident and far less pressure than I had the previous two times. Now, don't get me wrong, there was pressure. I badly needed and wanted to be able to drive legally to give me a sense of independence, but also for work and to have a more active social life. So I had to pass this test and pass I did. Phew. But it meant far more to me 
it was immensely more satisfying to me to have passed on my third sitting than if I had just passed the first time. Yes, it would have been significant, but the fact I had to really earn my licence meant that it meant much more to me. And I don't simply mean the licence itself, I meant the lesson I acquired on the way. It was a test of character as much as it was my driving skills. This gave the driving test a a meaning and a purpose over and above it being a simple, a basic examination of my ability to drive a car from A to B. This gave me far more satisfaction, much more happiness than passing my test would have the first time. And I suppose Aristotle is telling us the same thing about life. Anything acquired easily will not be appreciated and won't give you lasting happiness because it is meaningless and without purpose. Yes, it will give you a momentary boost or a hit, but beyond this feeling, you will be empty and you'll be predisposed to chasing another hit in order to fill that void over and over again. But when we tie ourselves to achieving purpose and meaning within ourselves then and only then can we really say we are living what Aristotle would call a life of happiness. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. (music) 